Hey, what's going on? Uh, this is Allies of Convenience, the international competitive Warhammer 40,000 podcast. I'm your host, Alex Ray, and uh, yes, we have got some more stuff for you. Uh, so this time round, it's like 4.40 a.m. in the morning. I'm leaving to go to the airport in two hours to fly to America, um, but I wanted to make sure I get this episode out for you, so that's what I'm doing right now. Uh, I am currently, well, just watching... The Cubbies become World Series champions, I think. It's the bottom of the 10th and there's two out. They're up by two. Strikes being thrown. Look at that. Live coverage for you. Uh, I'm sure you know the result by now anyway, because it's just going to go out in the morning. Um, we've got a nice episode for you uh, on the Gene Steeler Colts, uh, brought to you by our own Mike Collins. Uh, and he's joined by Simon Weekly, the brand new captain of Team Wales. So they're going through that and some of the cheeky stuff. Um, sorry about the uh, absence and lack of content uh, everyone's been I guess kind of like on hiatus after the ETC maybe a little bit off of 40k in its current format and you know maybe trying out a couple of different things some of the guys have been trying out Age of Sigmar and enjoying that as well Maybe sort of with all the 8th edition rumours of 40k as well. Maybe people are just waiting for that, I guess. Um, but we do have releases, so we are looking to go through those. I know we missed out the Traitor's Hate and the Angel's Blade. Um, but here is your synopsis of that. The Golden Host is really good. Terminators are still too slow and don't have enough attacks. Everything else sucks. And... Cyclopean Cabal is basically the only good uh, formation for Chaos. So there you go. That's your review of those two books. Uh, we're going to look at the Gene Steeler Colts book, though, this time, which is actually pretty decent um, with uh, Mike and Simon. But we've also got uh, a very important bit of news I need to bring you. The tickets are on sale right now for uh, the AOC Grand Tournament. It's happening on the 3rd and 4th of December. I know it's only like six weeks away. Um, well it's like a month away now I think actually <clears throat> so tickets are available for that right now it's £30 entry for both days it's a two day event obviously it's being held at Firestorm Games in Cardiff uh, that's right it's Cardiff this time not Warrington oh wow it's a one run game two out one on first okay we're not over and done with um, anyway sorry <laughs> Uh, it's in Cardiff this time it's not in Warrington it's at Firestorm Games which is the premier event, uh, venue, event venue in uh, the whole of the UK at the moment uh, £30 entry for both days and that does include a hot meal and that's not just like a warmed up hot dog and some ramen noodles that's actually a proper nice well cooked meal so you'll uh, definitely be looked after there great facilities in Firestorm Games uh, it's in Cardiff as I said it's really close to Cardiff Airport for anyone who wants to fly in so all of our international listeners if you fancy popping over just like uh, Jesse Newton did last time round uh, you can do that and fly directly into Cardiff Airport of course if you're in the UK if you're in Scotland or even in London and you don't fancy the drive then you can fly in uh, directly there it's really close uh, it's a five-game format over two days, 1750 points this time round, not 1850. Uh, we're kind of going for a different tact here. It's going to clearly be our last ever 7th edition 40k tournament, and we really want to avoid the... Not win at all costs, but like that sort of smash-mouth, 
really, really vital list building 40k. We want it to be an enjoyable weekend for you guys. Um, hard games, ETC format still, because it's important to still introduce new people to the ETC format. And I know people want to get their practice in as well uh, for that for next year. <clears throat> but we're kind of pulling things a little bit back. We're going for a three detachments format and like Decurion style formats count as two. Um, so that means you can't run Tower and Eldar with an Inquisitor or, you know, 15 different Space Marine chapters or, you know, anything ridiculous that you might look to run. Uh, it's generally going to be hindering Death Stars a fair bit and may well hinder uh, people running uh, some of the anti-cycle stuff. Speaking of which, um, it's a one-month leading time as well. So basically, if it's not out now, you can't use it. Uh, that does mean that you can use the Sisters of Silence and the Custodes um, with their formations. So yeah, slap them in, they count as a detachment. Uh, we'll be running Modified Maelstrom uh, that you can complete three a turn and also kill point differential of maximum of six rather than eight. Um, so that should definitely make MSU a bit more competitive and scary for people that just want to turn up with 50 Fenrisian Wolves and all of the librarians. So yeah, um, should be good fun. Definitely try it out. We'd really love to see you. It's... Uh, great great space uh, if you want to buy tickets you can buy them directly from firestorm games online store as i said 30 pounds it's on the 3rd and 4th of december uh, the link will be on our facebook or you can just do a google search for firestorm games uh, and tickets available are on their uh, online store so go and check that out uh, that's enough from me. I'm going to hand you over to Mike Collins and finish packing my suitcase. I'm watching the end of this World Series because it's heating up right now. Two outs, one on first, one run difference. If this guy hits a homer, it's all over. Uh, so, yeah, enjoy the episode. Take care. Hello everyone, welcome to the Allies of Convenience. I know I am back. We are back. But that being said, there's only me and one other person on this call at the moment. But it is the new, the new Welsh captain, Mr. Simon Wilkley. I got your name wrong, Simon. Simon Weekly. <laughs> Are you planning on playing this year, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It depends if this uh, this codex that we're going to talk about is any good. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah. Hello. How are you? You all right? I'm, I'm well. I'm busy, but I'm well. Yeah. Um, That's good. And how about yourself? How are you? How are you enjoying the uh, the reins of the the captaincy of Wales so far? Ah, oh, um, it's like it's like dog sledding in that you expect it to be like a brilliant sort of trek across the Arctic Circle, but they don't tell you that you just get covered in the shit of the dogs all the time. <laughs> you end up speeding through freezing cold temperatures, covered in shit. No. Nice. So, but you know, that being said, it's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> So no, no no picturesque sort of uh, views or telephone camera shots that you can you can make, but occasionally more like, more wiping wipe... the arse of the dogs as they. It's, <laughs> as it's just wiping the shit out of your face and yeah. trying to admire the view. Yeah, exactly that's, that. That's that's um that's quite a colourful uh, interpretation of it. I'm glad. I'm glad that makes you. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I mean, we we 
what was it? I mean, how how did you how did you even get to be the captain? I think it was just literally fancy um, a go. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. I'm so depressed. No one else wants to do it, and I wouldn't mind having a go. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, tacit approval and um... the best kind of coup, the one where nobody complains, nobody even noticed. I think, is the <laughs> no one's playing it anymore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah fuck you guys. Forty k, what's that? Yeah. But anyway, that's that's far too negative because we we have stumbled upon a um, a codex that we think could actually change the way the game is being played at the moment. Would you not agree? Yeah, I mean that makes it sound, that makes it sound very grand and very. You know, it's going to change everything. But it's certainly, I think the biggest strength of it right now is that a lot of stuff, and GC the Cult, and we'll get onto it in more detail, but a lot of stuff that's specifically very good against GC the Cult is actually quite bad in the wider meta. Mm. And GC the Cult specifically is actually very good against a lot of things that are very popular in the meta. And the meta still being Death Stars and all that rubbish. Yeah, Death Stars, but also like the sort of Eldar MSU. Tau, um, just like gun lines, stuff like that. Mm. They've got, and they've got a lot of ways to play, and especially with the new Maelstrom being much more important now in the ETC missions, they're able to just absolutely dominate that, just to just to such an absolutely huge extent. They are, um, yeah, they're, they're 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 weird. I mean, this is it's such a strange yeah. mechanic, isn't it? I mean, just, well, just in case anyone doesn't realise, we are going to be talking about the Gene Steeler cult book that came out probably about what a month ago now. Um, I th- I think yeah, about a month ago it was something like the first week of October, was it? So, yeah, so about a month. Yeah. and obviously it's um it's incredibly expensive army as well as now, isn't it? Like a, oh god, yeah. like a pound like... a model or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was five pounds a model. Is it really? And the model, yeah, for the the melee guys, they're twenty five pounds for a box of five. Yeah, and that box, if you're taking an MSU stubber without many upgrades, that's looking at forty to sixty points. Bloody so hell! So it's it's quite expensive. But that's for the box, not even just for one model. But if you're but if, if you're luckily, if you're if you're blessed, if you're blessed in the way of the modelling. You know. If you're blessed like you and your cyber wolves and yeah. me and my gene stealer cult, we are uniquely able to take literally any bits that we have and glue them together, and it magically becomes an acolyte hybrid or a metamorph hybrid. Or don't you know, cheapen, of... don't cheapen my skills, Simon. Jesus Christ, gluing oh. bits together. We're, we're giving the game away, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean. I want to say more complicated than dropping a ball of glue into the bits box and shaking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. More, a little bit more complicated than that. You never get the barrel you never get the barrel round up the right way. Anyway, so the Gene Steeler yeah. Cult Simon, should we should we delve yeah. into this into this book? Obviously everyone should know what the Gene Steeler Cult's codex review, you know, from other podcasts. You should know what it roughly is about now. Um so Simon Yes. So I've been pretend as, pretend yeah. I am your opponent, right? And you've got an infinite amount of time to tell him what your army does. That's good because it does require close to that long. But um, so th- they have a few like core mechanics. Do you see the cult? So the main really famous one is cult ambush, and then the corresponding return to the shadows. So whenever a unit infiltrates, so during deployment or arrives from reserve or ongoing reserve. You can either move on six from the board edge or infiltrate normally, 
or you can do like a fancy cult ambush roll. So basically, that's you roll on a, a chart, and a one you move on from reserve normally. So the worst result is just the normal result. So that's pretty good. Right. There's no like your guys have been waylaid or anything stupid. It's like no, they just come um, on. And the, what that happens at the first first turn? Yeah, so you do this when you deploy, and if you use the other rule to go back to reserve, which you'll touch on, mm. um, then you can use it whenever you redeploy from reserve as well. All right. So the one is ambushing unit moves on from their own table edge. A two is you outflank. Nice. Three is you set up anywhere on the board that's more than nine inches away. Or if you're out of sight, it's six inches away. So it's like is, twice. That's a, that's a weird distance, isn't it? Well, it's like half the infiltrate, isn't it? Mm. Infiltrate 18 or 12, and this is 9 and 6. But then a 4 is you just set up more than 6 inches away, anywhere you like. Yeah. Um, and again, this can be during deployment, just before you go first. A 5 is the same, so you set up more than 6 inches away, but then you get to shoot immediately. So that can <laughs> be during deployment. So you can actually... It's happened once. I got first blood during deployment. <laughs> what did you shoot? <laughs> Um, just I just shot a bunch of lasguns and stuff. Um, just five Imperial Guard that were on their own hiding in a crater, and he didn't, <laughs> and he didn't even get night fight because that's during the first game turn, and right. we haven't started the game yet. <laughs> oh, you you gave you, you gave me bastard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <my goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> so you you got the first shot in before it got dark. Yeah. <laughs> Where stayed, are these they, guys? They got there the night before, shot them while it was still light, and then waited all night to start but, again. I mean, I hate, I hate to sort of digress into the fluffiness of it. This is why I think it's really cool, because it's, it's like, it is an ambush, isn't it? It literally is yeah, like it, an ambush. of like, well, the, here's the full point of this, like, guys coming forward to do whatever they want to do. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it's then like, all of a sudden, yeah. there's a, they, they, they trip over a wire and a flamer goes off, and they all get torn. Yeah, it's so good. It's so, like, it's so authentic. It actually feels like, and this shouldn't be a surprise from a game and rules company, but... They took. They thought about an army, decided how they wanted it to play, and then wrote rules that made it play like that. But no, no, they did it first with the Eldar, but it was just ridiculously powerful. So it was rude. <laughs> well, I think yeah, this is this is also not not too bad. So, and speaking of which, so the sixth result on the ambush table is you just set up more than three inches away, and you can charge. Wow, that's to, like a guaranteed charge. Right, or coming out of reserve. Yeah, yeah. So when you infiltrate, you can still move in your turn one. So you can set up three inches away, move closer. If you just arrive from reserve, you can't move as well, obviously. Mm. So you you need a four to charge them, but it's still very easy. And every unit's got, like, frag grenades. So. Yeah. Uh, so the corresponding rule with cult ambush is return to the shadows. Yeah. So instead of moving at any point in the movement phase, any unit with this rule that's not within six of enemy models can be removed from the battlefield and placed into ongoing reserve and then you just automatically then come back on next turn either via ambush or via your board edge depending on what you want yeah and you can choose you don't even have to choose when you go into reserve you just choose when they arrive that's nice yeah and that's the, i think the important thing is of playing against it is that they can't do that when one of your yeah when you're within, within six, six. Yeah. yeah so there's so that's one of the important things yeah to try and prevent this because otherwise it really sort of sets up if you can stop units getting into reserve but obviously you have to get quite close to them then and they've all got rending claws and, oh no yeah so it's a choice you know do so mm. so you block their turn but you'll probably lose whatever's there yeah um and a couple of other special rules so the, the other third one which is pretty good is unquestioning loyalty so um basically all the independent characters so the banner bearer the psyker the melee guy and the big g stealer the melee all, guy. 
Yeah, the <laughs> melee hero, you know, the captain, or whatever. Um, they, or Primus, I think he's called. Come on, you should um, know this. You're, you're making oh, these yeah. models as we speak. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, they always pass Lookout Sir. Like, you don't have to roll ever. And they can make Lookout Sir from a challenge. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, so you can put... So to the Primus, he's got an AP3 bone sword, which is sixes to wound instant death. A bone you, sword. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I could have sworn you were going to add an error onto that one, just because it's... Uh, no, you could do a good conversion with that. Okay? I'm sure you could do a very good conversion. <laughs> I'm sure I will. Where'd but, you get, but, get your hands on some bony swords? He is sixes to wound instant death in a challenge, right? So he he declares a challenge against someone like Samael, who's not Eternal Warrior. Is that right? Is Samael Eternal Warrior? I don't think uh, so, is it? Yeah, he is. You've managed to pick the only Dark oh, Angel with Eternal Warrior. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ezekiel, say, or Azrael. Azrael isn't Eternal Azrael, Warrior. So, no. so Azrael's normally just going to spank this guy. It's toughness three, Azrael's strength six, but my guy's never going to die while there's anyone alive in his unit. Like, he just literally can't die because I can make, I can just use them all as wounds. Mm. The same, like, when you're tanking shooting, he's got three wounds, right? So you just always take two wounds on the character and then the rest of the squad because, again, there's no risk that you'll fail the lookout sir and then he'll die. Ah. These mooks just love so much to take bullets for him that he just always basically takes a couple of wounds and then he's like, all right, guys, your turn. I've had it. So it's very, very useful. I was, I was, I was going to say ah then for a reason. Oh, it's the, ah, oh, yes, we, but you, you can't obviously look out, sir, if there's no one within six inches. So that's something you have to watch out yes. for, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, that that is the only thing. So if you can force enough firepower through these guys, and obviously if the unit all dies, then the characters are quite flimsy. Like mm. none of them have an invulnerable mm. save. They mostly have five plus armor. Um, they mostly toughness three with the exception of the big gene stealer, but he's still got like a four up save and toughness five. So I think it's a nice, if they had like a really good save as well, it would be very strong. As it is, I think it works out quite well. Yeah. And then any more little rules? um, They've just got the, the warlord traits and stuff then. So the, the, they're reasonably good. They're probably not as good as the tactical traits for ETC or the strategic traits. Hmm. Because they help the army loads, especially with a reroll for stuff like move through cover ruins, stealth yeah. ruins. But I mean, the the number one on the wall of traits is stealth. Then it's came to attack within twelve. Then it's move through cover, and your whole warlord unit gets frag grenades. So that's quite good for the gene stealers, the pure strains, because they don't have frags. Yeah. Um, it will not die. Um, warlords leadership for the whole detachment, and there's one that's really good. It's ambush leader. So the warlord and his unit always get to pick the result, of the ambush. So you can always have charge. <laughs> yeah, so the, you're 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 so, never going to choose the I'm going to arrive from my board edge, are you? So. Yeah. So the, I mean, some people think you might choose shoot, but honestly, that's just going to be a bunch of lasguns. You can put yeah. a patriarch, twenty gene stealer, pure strings, and if you get this result, they're going to arrive and do a hundred strength six, strength four rending attacks, like with charge and all that. So they're they're going to like just evaporate. So, and if you get that and you go first, right, that's just turn one, something very bad is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much game. Well, depending on how you build it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So you can you can build to take advantage, but and it kicks in, obviously, because with the re-roll, which you get from a CAD or the, the special detachment, which we'll mm. go on to next, that gets your re-roll for the G-Stealer cult traits. So yeah. About one in every three games, you might have this. Mm. And there's always, like... You might just roll it anyway. You know, you might roll ambush of a six anyway, anytime. So it is still quite a nerve-wracking experience, you know. 
there's a hundred attacks here, and if I roll a six, they're all going to hit you this turn. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Maybe what we know, should do, crazy. Simon, is is go through roughly what these units are because I know they've all got weird names and they're not all ex- you know they're not all like gene stealers. They're all some of them oh, are, are a bit shy, aren't yeah. they? So for yeah, the H- yeah. for the HQ, obviously we've got the Broodlord or whatever he's yeah. called. He's, now, he's called, yeah, so he's called a patriarch, yeah. Right. But he has got Broodlord stats basically from the Tyranid book. So yeah. weapon skill seven. But yeah, he's got a ballistic skill of four, luckily, so he can use his shooting psychic powers. Mm. Um, strength six, toughness five, three wounds, initiative seven, four attacks, at least at ten with a four up save. Um, he's a character, obviously, so he can do challenges. He's an independent character. Um, He's got a special rule, Living Idol, so all units within 12 of him, of Gene Stealer Cult Faction, gain Fearless. Nice. You can use that quite well with the Ambush, because you can go to ground, and normally you can't return to reserves if you've gone to ground, because you have to do it instead of moving. Yeah. He arrives, the unit becomes Fearless, recovers, gone to ground, and then can leave to reserves. Nice, yeah, of course. Yeah, So and or you can go to ground, he arrives, and then you charge, and... Like some of his, and with the ambush results, he's able to be quite mobile and where you're applying. Yeah. Um, other than that, he's got obviously fear, fearless. He's got fleet, um, infiltrate. Um, so infiltrate lets him do the cult ambush deployment. Yeah. Um, move through cover. He's a level one psycho or can be level two for you know, 25 points. And he gets biomancy, telepathy, and the gene stealer psychic powers, brood mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's got, yeah, just Return to the Shadows and Unquestioning Loyalty, the standard army rules. Yeah. So what are the other guys? You've obviously got the Banner Bearer, haven't you? So he yeah. does, what does so he he's, do? He's Acolyte Icon Ward. Ah. So he's, he's got Rending Claws, Frag Grenades and a Pistol. So on the charge, he, he's four attacks, five on the charge. Strength four, toughness three, two wounds and a five up save. Um, he's got a banner, which is Feel No Pain six plus for everyone within 12. Um and he also gives furious charge to every unit within 12 as well. Right. Obviously, you can ambush him into the places you need him to be. So he hasn't got infiltrate. So normally he can't ambush. But when you put him in the Decurion, he then gets it automatically. Yeah. yeah. The cult insurrection detachment. And isn't there a way of making the feel no pain higher, isn't there, using the same guy? Yeah. Or... Yeah. So his, so his banner, if you've already got Feel No Pain, it gives plus one, so you roll Endurance. Mm. You could then have three plus Feel No Pain with the banner. Ooh. But they are only toughness three, so Scatterlasers just ignore it totally. Yeah. And they're still a thing, right? Y- yeah, and yeah. Warp Spots and all heavy burst cannon, Ooh. missile pods and yeah. all sorts. Yeah. Um, so then the other two HQs, you've got a Primus, he's like the melee one. Yeah. So he's got the Bone Sword... So AP3, sixes are instant death. Um, he's got rending claws as well with poison four plus on his only. Right. So if he's fighting something big, he can switch to that. And rerolls, um, obviously. Is that still a thing? Is it a reroll to wound? Yeah, so above? if you've got higher strength, so he's strength four, so against toughness three, he wounds on threes with rerolls then with the um, rending claws. Yeah. Um, he's got a two plus poison pistol, obviously frag grenades. Um, he has hatred, and he gives hatred to every friendly unit within 12 as well. So nice. all the characters are like buffs for the cultists. Mm. So you've got like Fearless from the Patriarch. You've got Feel No Pain 6 Plus and Furious Charge from the Banner. You've got Hatred from this guy. Um, and then you've also on the Magus. So he's just a level 2 Psyker. He's only 40. He's 65 points at level 2. And he gives Adamantium Will to everyone within 12. Mm, not bad. Yeah, it's not not bad actually, yeah. Um, most of the characters, so the, the Patriarch and the Magus... 
can each take two familiars, so each familiar is two strength four rending attacks. Yeah, they're quite cool and cheap. And yeah, yeah, they're just five points each, and there's just a couple of strength four rending attacks. You know, this it's not bad. Nothing they're not automatic much. includes because you've probably got enough rending, but if you have a few points spare at the end of your yeah, list, yeah, they'll be they'll be the well, first things like, to go or to get bolted on, wouldn't it? Just to yeah, yeah, just exactly. to even stuff up. How, how does that, it how does it work out actually? Obviously, you've made a few lists. Is it yeah. easy to get it to a, an exact seventeen fifty or eighteen fifty? Yeah, because there's is so it, many. Is, is like, it a multiple five book? That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah, everything is. Oh, I, the, the only thing aren't some of the the costs for the guys themselves. Mm. So like, some of the units are eight points, some are nine, eleven points. You know that sort of stuff. But other than that, generally everything is pretty much spot on. I think. Good. Oh, there we are. A searchlight on a sentinel is one point. So Perfect. if for some reason you're taking sentinels and you buy a searchlight, <laughs> terribly yeah. wrong. Yeah, if you if you've got a point to waste on a searchlight, then obviously you've yeah. got about forty points to waste on a uh, yeah, on a sentinel sentiment. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so how about how about the little the little um the, the gribbly dudes? Yeah. So start with like the humanoid ones, the neophyte hybrids. Right. So, so that's the lowest of the low, right? Yeah. So they're like they look almost human. They're five points each, so and you have to take ten, so it's fifty points for ten. You get um, a lasgun or an auto gun, you know, strength three, rapid fire. Mm. Um, you get frag grenades, which is quite nice, and the and they all get a pistol as well, and the sergeant gets a combat weapon. What's the initiative? Um, initiative four, which is quite nice. Well, it's better um, than human, I suppose. Yeah, weapon and ballistic skill three, and they're all leadership eight as well. The whole army is leadership eight, even on the basic guys without a sergeant, mm. because you don't you don't have to buy sergeants for these units, which is really nice for like little males from things like you can't have a challenge declared against you you can't have the <laughs> character so easily mm. um and do these guys have rending as well it's everyone's basically got rending ones they? don't no not the shooty ones but everyone else does yeah so they're, these ones don't have rending no they, they're not built for melee they're built for like shooting so with so got, yeah but you can take mining lasers right so it's a short range las cannon for 10 points or 15 points mm. it's like 24 inch range you can take a seismic cannon or something it's like uh six shots strength something ap it's okay uh was seismic cannon so it's either four shots strength five ap4 or two shots strength eight ap2 ap3 and it's um a heavy weapon so you, if you ambush into play you have to snap fire it mm. i don't like it that much did you have um the famous weber guns so they're back now <laughs> so the weber guns are 16 inch strength four blasts and they're assault one so you can ambush and shoot them and their ap is equal to your strength so against marines it's not all that much right but against eldar those scatter bikes they're only strength three so that's that's fours to kill what was by this they're their strength three so threes to yeah, kill yeah that's good tau any any of the cheap xenos stuff and like scouts as well all your chaff right just sort of dies to these straight away yeah that's the, that's yeah, that's a strange little uh, quirk of it. Yeah, it is. It is a bit, but it is. I do quite, quite like it. Um, I bet you do. Yeah, they're, they're they're quite fun. They, but again, they're some of the first things to go sometimes because generally these guys will be grabbing objectives, staying away from the front lines. You know, mm. it's ten guys. They can go to the ground and then return to reserves fairly easily. You can make them fearless. They just they're only fifty points. They're cheap. They sit on a maelstrom, and if you roll the free shooting ambush trait. You maybe kill two marines instead of one. A hundred percent efficiency increase is what you're saying. 
Well, yeah, because they shoot twice instead of once. <laughs> exactly, <yeah>. yes. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't mock me, Simon. <laughs> I was trying to build him up. Yeah. <laughs> and all I managed to do was make myself look stupid. Perfect. It's um, okay. uh, so next next up, come on, I, I, want, to, I want to see some yeah. more grabby claws cool. on this one. Who we got oh, next? Yeah. Oh, so all the units can take like the transports as well, but... Um, so these Acolyte hybrids are the other troops choice ones. So they've only got two troops choices. Neophytes, which are shooting, and Acolytes, which are melee. And these, these really start to get the cool stuff. So they're eight points each, where you only have to buy five. Mm. So that's 40 points for five. Um, anyone can take a hand flamer, so a strength three, AP six flamer. Um, that's not bad. I, I quite like one per squad. So then if you get the free shooting result, you know, you can do at least a little bit more damage, especially during deployment and stuff. Um, for every five guys, so you can have five to twenty. You can have two like mining he- weapons, so that's like a demolition charge, a drill, a cutter, a saw. Like they're basically like loads of different types of power fist. Yeah. One is like you know unwieldy power fist. One is unwieldy specialist weapon. They're all, but they're all high strength. One's armor bane. One's got like sixes to wound or instant death. You know they're designed for punching big things but honestly they've all got rending claws and auto pistols yeah the rending claws are strength five or ap5 now as well so that's two attacks and a combat weapon and a charge so 20 attacks from five guys strength four ap5 that's you know initiative four frag grenades weapon skill four it's reasonably good it's not anything to sniff at mate is it yeah and especially for just 40 points as well we're eight points apiece they're really soft um, that is good and then obviously they, they don't have native infiltrate, but they do have cult ambush and return to shadows. So again, outside of the Decurion, the cult insurrection detachment, mm. they have to deploy normally. They can't deploy in ambush. Right. But get onto so that's one of the things that makes the cult insurrection so so good, which we'll get onto. Yeah. Um, some of the formations and stuff. So that's the two troops, and then after the acolyte met, um, hybrids, you've got the hybrid metamorphs. So they're like better melee ones. Mm. So they're nine points base. So for, they one, come with, for one point extra. Yeah, you don't get much initially for that one point. You get like a metamorph talent, right. which is a bit crap. It's just plus one weapon skill. But for two points, you can change that to either plus three initiative, so initiative seven, nice. or plus two strength, so strength six. And you don't even have to be using it to get the strength bonus. If you just equip with it, you can then use your rending claws and have the high strength. Nice. So for 11 points a model... They got four strength six rending attacks on the charge, AP five. And strength six rending is pretty much the magic number, isn't it? Yeah, because that's then sixes to glance knights, like anything like that. Then suddenly, you know, twenty attacks. You can you can reasonably easily get them hatred, as we've seen. Mm. One of the spells that's a hit on threes or debuffs your opponent's weapon skill at any rate. So it's it's quite easy suddenly for a couple of these units to be charging you and doing way more damage than you reasonably expect from like a 50 60 point unit yeah that's like the same points as five scouts and they're taking hops from knights yeah a lot of them hopefully we never know um so the melee units i mean you can take like a cult icon where it's a 10 points gets the unit plus one weapon skill again they can take hand flamers again they can take one of the transports you can take various sergeants and you can take a bone sword if you like but personally i think few upgrades and lots of units is the way to go yeah. so 
well, hatred, hatred with the with the icons and whatnot. You know, that's what you're looking for, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So you got the characters for your buffs to apply them where you need, and then the actual units. I think you want to keep them small. Be looking for the good ambush results to then get your charges in, get your extra shooting, get your you know, and avoid the units walking up on the board edge and stuff like that. Mm. Um. So the next elite choices, you've got pure strain gene stealers. Oh, so this, this, like, is what, this is what the nids just like salivate yeah. and piss their Yeah, so this is, this is like how they almost could be in the actual nid book and nobody would complain. Right? So they're the same exactly. points. If only the nid um, players weren't such a bunch of whiny bitches, they would have got them years ago. They're the same points. They Can't get believe you said that, Simon. So, so you get plus one attack um, and you get uh, stealth. And then obviously you get the ambush rule as well. Right. So for no extra points, that's costing you. Um, and scything talons, instead of being four points each, are three. So suddenly, for for for, for seventeen points, you're getting five rending attacks on the charge. A weapon skill six, initiative six. Oh. Um. The only and, the, and they get a five up in van as well. Furious charge as well. Um. If you if you join the patriarch, then or you have the banner in range. The end. The, yeah. They yeah. all get furious charge. Which you probably would do. Um, if, you, if you were going to have one big unit of gene stealers to stick all your dudes Yeah, if you're going to have a massive unit, you definitely try and get... I mean, one of the formations is a massive unit of gene stealers and a patriarch, and then they get an extra buff, like it's a random table, and it mm. you know, can be anything like a poison four up to uh, frag grenades, stuff like that. So just little helpful things. Yeah, and a 5% um, vulnerable save. I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what they, just they needed, isn't it, all, for years? Yeah, <laughs> not even... Not even just from shooting, or whatever they just have it, or, or just melons all the time. Mm. Hyper reflexes, pure strange eating as over five of them. Crazy. Um, and then the the next elite's choice, the last elite's choice, you got the aberrants. So they're like ogrins type of thing, but for genes stealer ogrins. So again, they've got rending claws. They've also got a power pick, so it's like a strength plus three. So they're about strength eight. AP two or three, depending on the weapon option you give them, so they can change the pick for a hammer. So you got strength eight, and you can or strength five rending, depending what you want. They get feel no pain, basic. So with the banner, they're on feel no pain four up. Nice. What's their toughness? It's only four, and right. so they're two wounds against a power fist. They get nothing. They just die to power fist and stuff like that. So no I'm, one, no one takes power fists anymore, do they? Yeah, the chapter masters and stuff. They they tend to have one or. You know, strength eight still oh, reasonably. Mate, mate, he he ain't swinging. Not if he goes right. No, true. <laughs> true. And so you get stubborn with these as well because I think yeah. they're just a bit, bit too thick to run away. Mm. They actually don't. Um, so yeah, you and you can take. Um, so I think you get four, and you can have up to another four. So they're okay, right? They're quite, they're quite nice, but I don't think they're anything to particularly write home about. No. Um, and then you got the fast attack, so. There's the transport, so there's a Chimera. It just works the exact same as an Imperial Guard one. Yeah. Armored Sentinel, again the same. Scout Sentinel, again the same. And then you've got a Goliath truck. Sorry, a Goliath truck. So that's a 50-point, three-hull point, um, 11 on the front, 10 on the sides and rear transport. It can carry 10 guys, but no pure strange seals or Patriarch. And it's got a heavy stubber and an autocannon. And that's um, not, that's not the one with the um, with the grinder on front. It's a big grinder on no. So the, the grinder that's seventy five points and it only carries six guys. And what's he called? But, um, the Goliath Rock Grinder. Ah, so it is literally a grinder, right? Yeah. So these six guys, they can all shoot out of it, um, and the drill dozer blade, it's called. Bear with me a sec, because it's not 
using it. It's something like when you tank shock a unit, um, and there you are, when you when you ram an enemy vehicle, you add D6 extra to the strength of the hit. Right. If it if it penetrates, you get plus one on the damage. And if you tank shock someone, every unit has to take an initiative test, and if they fail, it's D3 strength 10 AP2. Um, and if someone death or glories and fails, the unit suffers an additional D3 strength 10 AP2. Oh, nasty. So this it's quite nice. Again, it's it's front armor's 12 as well to represent that. Yeah. So that's that's actually not so bad. Then, it's got no. quite a wide front profile. And it's the uh, the Total Recall original thing, isn't yeah. it as well? The screw yeah. you, buddy. Type, yes. Type fair. You must have seen the models. They're amazing. I, I have. I've got a picture of them in my codex, luckily. I'm talking to the listeners, Simon. You're breaking the third wall again. Or is it the fourth wall? I can't remember. You're the one breaking the fourth wall. I'm, I'm too constrained by all the <laughs> That's why you need a Goliath rock grinder. Anyway, yes, so it that's, is. that's our good advert. If you want adverts, you listen to another podcast anyway, not this independent yes. shenanigan. Um, yeah, I mean, they've got they've got the mining laser, so the short-range LAS cannon, but for a couple of points, you can change that to a torrent heavy flamer, so that's pretty good. Isn't there the crazy um, orbital, not orbital, what are they, uh, demo packs and stuff they've got in this? Yeah, so the vehicles can have like a cache of demolition charges, so if a unit inside, throw or nearby, uses a demolition charge on a four-up, you get it back, I think. Nice. Or units inside can throw demo charges, something like that. But it's your armor 10, 11, 12 vehicle, large strength 8 blast going off nearby. <laughs> are you, you open, are you open topped as well? Uh, you you are on the, the oh. first one, but not on the Goliath. No. But I, I guess that's so what it's all about, isn't it? That's what it's all about. It's all about yeah. the narrative, mate. It's all about the narrative. Blow yourself it up. It is. We're, we're forging some good narrative here, aren't we? So then, so the, the only other unit you've got is the Lehman Rust Squadron. So it's the exact same as the Guard ones. You know, yeah. you get the, I think you get the exact same variant. So you, or you maybe can't I, have. Yeah, I think all the Demolisher. good ones you don't get. Yeah, you can't have a Demolisher. You can't have a Punisher. Um, the Nova's not bad. The cheap one, Strength Six, AP Four, Large Blast, No Cover Saves. But Pass. again, I think if you want to play tanks, it's cool you can have them with Genius Cults, but. A steel host is probably a better option or something like that, mm. if you just want tanks. Or just allies and guard in. Yeah, because they're allies of convenience with guard. Uh, hey, allies of convenience. Oh, I see what we did there. It's almost yeah. like we uh, we knew. But going on to that, they should be Battle Brothers, right? Um, Shouldn't they be Battle Brothers? No, because I think, I think maybe if you stood that close to them, you'd realise that they're all sort of purple-skinned and... Yeah, Randy and but they're, they're all under their distance. they're all under their control, aren't they? Basically, you know, you just got to open your mind a little, and say, well, that's obviously the religion of this thing. That's fine. Oh, okay, so, so it's like, have you have yeah. you never read the um, the the Cephas Cain books? I've not. No, really, Cephas. I, I didn't realize it was Cephas. Um, it could be Cephas. I, I don't fucking know. I think I I've, didn't, I've yeah. looked it up. I, no, yeah. I've, I've not read them. Does he have gene stealer cults in there? Oh, he fights gene stealers all the time and like weird oh. guys. When I'm reading up more about the fluff of my army, I'll definitely uh, consider that. <laughs> so you're saying the fluff wasn't the first love? No, actually, it kind so of was. So what I loved you're saying, you love Genie Sealers, right? I, I believe you. This. Right. I, like, I tried to get Gaz to take them to the ETC, and we all know how that went. Yeah, but we know why you ended up playing with Gene Steelers. It's because no one at your club would play you because you're a whack bastard. Most highest scoring ever player at the ETC. Well, nearly you were, anyway. Yeah. Bottle it. Well, I think 
I think they're a bit more fun than Warp Spider, but then now Gene Steeler Cult are even less fun, I think, because, you know, it's like, oh, I've deployed my army in front of you and gone first. Oh, and and he's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, so we'll get on to army builds in a sec. So the next thing I suppose on army builds we should talk about is the Decurion, the Cult Insurrection Detachment. Yes, it's where the money is, isn't it? Yeah, so it's where a lot of the strength of the army suddenly emerges because they look on paper like that right so not many of the units can actually deploy in ambush only the pure strains and you know one or two of the characters can actually do that mm. but then when you when you look at the decurion the cult insurrection detachment so the first benefit is that all non-vehicle units in this detachment gain infiltrate well wow. so every single unit gains infiltrate so if they're in their um, transports, they can't deploy by ambush. But that's it. Everyone else, so all your infantry squads, suddenly can deploy by ambush. And if you already had infiltrate, either from your profile or a different formation gave you it, you get shrouded during turn one. Which is fantastic. Yeah. And you get plus one to your reserve rolls. So your reserves are two plus for anything that you know is in a CAD or something next to it. They can come in on a two plus, and your opponent's reserves are at minus one, which is a double-edged sword, I suppose, isn't it? Really? Yeah, but it that's, does... always the, that's always the warlord trait that helps the other guy out. <laughs> in some yes, respects. but I suppose but... you're you're adding so much first turn punch, yeah, and people are so one, scared of the fact that you've got that first against... turn that Mass, if they stick yeah. everything in reserve, you've got a better chance of tabling them anyway. Yeah, and you can start to block edges and areas that they can move on to and stuff. Exactly, you, yeah. you can just deploy anywhere, right? So you can deploy 12 inches deep of gene stealers. Yeah, so you can have a game of shame and... And then the jet bikes can and get, move get, on. Get blocked off. Yeah. Yay. And then the the second benefit is the standard warlord trait re-roll for gene stealer cult warlord traits. Yeah, so stealth and shrouding. Could be good. Yeah, so he's looking for that, or he's looking for the ambush leader, so the patriarch and his big squad of Gene Stealer mates can always yeah. assault you. And then the last trait, which is also really, really strong, is whenever a unit returns to reserve, so everything deploys by ambush now, mm. and then in turn one, a lot of it will probably go back to reserves. Any unit that comes on via ambush from reserve or ongoing reserve, if it's lost any models, it gains D6 of them back in any order you like. Well, any war gear so restrictions on that? No, you can have all the war gear back. Obviously, if you didn't buy it in the first place, you can't have it now. Is but that say what you're they... saying? I, I guess that's what it should be. But <laughs> You can return D6 models to the unit that were slain. So right. they had to have there to start with before they can come back. Yeah. There's your inference there. Brilliant. Yeah, so I mean, if you know, you've got your guys claiming objective in the corner, you can string them out so one guy is on the objective. Most of the unit then is hiding around the corner. They kill that guy off the objective after you've claimed it. You don't care. Because in your turn, you just go back to reserve, and then he comes back to life. <laughs> so they, you have to, like... It's like the really old Necrons. You know, you have to eliminate the whole unit before you can move on. Yeah. You know they're going to come back. And if they're only small units to start with, they might well just come back at full strength. And, and you're, gotta, yeah, you're uh, going to have a lot you, of those units anyway, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So speaking of the units you have to take, so there's two core choices... So one is two units of the shooty guys. They both have to take Chimera transports. And then one unit of Lehman Russes, and then one unit of Sentinels, either type. So I'd, I'm not really a fan of that one, because I think... No. I think you're not... If you want to do that, personally, I, I think it's really cool. But 
I'm more looking for like lots of units to try and ambush with. Mm. But luckily, the brood cycle has that then. So that's one banner guy. So that's your banner for your furious charge, your six of your pain. Three units of the strength four melee guys, the yeah, acolytes. Yeah. One, uh, two units of your shooty guys. So they're, they're still okay. Like they're still all right in this. One it's, unit. It's a nice. Of, it's a nice tax. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's yeah. a tax that comes on from reserve wherever you like and yeah. can also act with some free shooting and all sorts. Yeah. Um, one unit of the hybrid metamorphs. So they're the ones who can become strength six for mm-hmm. eleven points. So again, that's fine. Um, one unit of pure strange gene stealers. Again, that's almost a tax, but again, it's 70 points for five guys, and they've all got loads of rending attacks and a five of invun, so you're quite happy with that. Um, and then you can take a unit of aberrants, and you, you just don't. And again, you can take some <laughs> and again, you don't. Um, so that's the core. In terms of the, the characters, so you can only have in a cult insurrection. You can have as many banner bearers as you like, hmm. but you can only have one Patriarch, one Magus, and one Primus, because they're like the leaders of the cult, almost. Right. But obviously, if you have a card next to it, there's nothing to stop you taking more. Exactly. Is there like um, some little tricks you can do with that as well? There are, kind of, yeah. So there's there's a formation where the, the those three characters join together, and if they join a unit, the unit gets like Fleet and Furious Charge and Preferred Enemy or something. Hmm. So that's okay. And well, there's the, the formation of Patriarch plus 20 pure strains, and they get a reasonable little bonus. So, I mean, I could, I'll get the table now. So it's called the First Curse, this one. So that's quite that's quite nice. It's just, um, so you either get, yeah, frag grenades, 4 plus armor save, poison 4 plus, rage, preferred enemy, or you can choose any of the results. Nice. No, it's, is, it's that bad. The, is that of the infiltrate one, is it, or...? No, sorry, choose any of the results from that table. Oh, right, okay. okay. Yeah, so, so that's okay. That's, it doesn't cost any points. The only restriction is you have to take 20 of the pure strains to join in with. So that is a bit expensive. Then. But that's that's quite good. See, that's what I initially thought that I would go for, a big unit yeah, of gene stealers. It just hits like an absolute brick shit house. It's yeah. like, again, with the size and talons, right, with the primus, if you can get a couple of your buffs on... Like, just get the guy nearby, suddenly that's mm. 100 strength 5 rending attacks, a weapon skill 6, or rerolls to hit. I think it might just be the fact that it's 40k at the moment, though, so whenever you see a good unit, you see what the maximum squad size is, and then imagine it invisible, and then go from there, so... Yeah, yeah, because... It isn't all, the best way of doing it yeah, if you're going to try to reinvent the game. I think, so all these psychers can get telepathy as well. Yeah. You've got at least two level 2s in your Patriarch and your Magus, because you may as well take both. Yeah, and then in your card you can have two more if you want. So back onto the rest of the formations. So now the auxiliary formations. So there's a deliverance brood surge, which is some units of shooty guys in transports, um, and they can get out if the transport moves twelve, and then they can still assault because it's open top. Nice. But they're not your melee guys, so you can get close with your las guns if you want, but. It's okay. It's quite a nice little Rhino Rush type formation. You move 12, get out 6, rapid fire all your lasguns, shoot your flamers, shoot your webbers, or shoot your assault weapons and your pistols and then charge someone. So it's quite mobile as well. Right? It moves a long way in a turn and can do stuff when it gets there. Stuff. Yeah. Um, you've got a Demolition Claw. So that's the Acolyte Hybrids, so the ones with like the Mining Saws and the Strength 4 Rends. 
Um, it's two or three units of them, each with a Goliath rock grinder. So the you know the grind tank, mm. um, and they they get tank hunters, and the units of acolytes have to take demolition charges. So again, it's quite cool. You just get out of the rock grinders, you throw in demolition charges around. You know, it's danger close a little bit, but if it goes well, it can do a lot of damage yeah. very quick, easily, and it's not that expensive. And really, like, really hurt your own tanks with your own tank hunter. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. you actually can. <laughs> You're really good at throwing it badly at your own vehicle. There's the stupid hybrid. And he's just like, this looks like a really good place to put the demo charge, right? Right under the wheel arch. He's like, no, no, (laughs) no. Dave. Very painful for GC Lacoste. Yeah. Is it strength four, no cover saves? Or just strength, sorry, strength four and everyone nearby? Yeah. And you're only toughness through the fiver palm. Yeah, you're you're toast. Yeah, you are toast. Mm. Um, So you've got. Um, and then the last formation, the last major one, which I really like, and I think it's probably one of the strongest formations we've seen in a while in the game, especially in the wider codex. You have a bone sword for it, right? <laughs> well, very much, because you can take a Primus in it. Oh. But he can have a bone Simon. sword in it. <laughs> so it's not to one Primus. Right. So he's right. the hatred melee guy. Um, one to three units of hybrid metamorphs, so you can have three units of strength six rending guys. Mm. And then you can have two to four units of the strength four rending guys. So I think a fairly popular configuration because it's so close in points. And so what I'm going for is two units of the strength four guys and three units of the strength six guys. Yeah. And then obviously if in your Decurion you can only have one Primus. So one of these formations you take a Primus. If you take multiple you don't have to in the others, which is nice. Yeah. So the, the rules of this formation are really good. There's no restrictions. Um... You can take some aberrants if you like, but you don't have to, so that's great. Every unit gets infiltrate, right? so they can all ambush, or if they're in the Decurion, they ambush and have shrouded turn one. Nice. Um, and then they have time to rise up, so when you ambush, you roll two dice. That's the big thing. Yeah. So suddenly you get in your six, you're nearly twice as likely, and this allows you to take a lot of small units, so you can actually start fishing for sixes. And if a Primus has joined, you get three dice, so you can put him and a couple of characters in one of these units, mm. and you're almost never going to be out flanking or coming out from reserves. You can put them where you like with okay. your breath. Is there any way to just like have your, a couple more Primuses in your CAD and just use the same thing for you, that? You can take two in your CAD if you like, but obviously with your limited slots, I think probably the Psychic characters might be a more useful thing, like um, for Psychic Shriek and stuff like that, yeah. for extra damage. But you, you certainly can take a Primus in a CAD and join him into this. And then get the three dice roll, yeah. Nasty. Um, and that, I think, I think we've covered... Oh, there's one more formation, the Doting Throng. <laughs> they are yeah. just fucking, fucking shit up, aren't they? They, <laughs> yeah. they, they, they name these things and they, they know. You've got, there's a wink, you've got a, there's a nod. You've got a good throng on for this, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. So Doting Throng. There's naught to one Magus and three to six units are either the Lasgun guys or the Strength 4 rending Acolyte hybrids. Mm. Um, units from this formation get Zealot within 12 of a Magus, and if you join by a Magus, you can re-roll hits in every round. Nice. So it's a reasonably nice way to get Zealot, and you can have like six units. And Zealot, Zealot, obviously, for those who are living under a rock, uh, is re-rolls to hit and fearless, right? Yeah, yeah. In the first round exactly. of combat, anyway. Yeah. And um, also, if the Magus targets a unit in the formation with a blessing, 
he can re-roll the psychic test if he fails. So right. that's a nice little extra. Yeah. You settled for Della, right? So that's just an extra. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You would not have thought to ask for, but they've just gone, here you go. So it's another nice little strong bit of the codex. Yeah, that's like the, so, someone's trying to talk it up and we'll give them Della and re-roll it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I like yeah. it. <laughs> give the man a raise. Yeah, yeah. So you could you could make one of the units of rending guys twenty strong. Then that guy goes looking for invis with rerolls to cast it. Mm. And then obviously they get zealot. And if he joins, they reroll to hit every round. And then you can you know you can sort of stack buffs into a mini star type thing. But they're so weak and vulnerable. Mm. Like even at snapshots, right? Their strength, their toughness three, five up armor. Yeah. Yeah, you get reasonable good cover save turn one, but they're just gonna die. Yeah, exactly. There's a reason why you don't see 25-man units of warp spiders. Yeah, you take you see lots of small units of spiders. Yeah, exactly, and I think that's the same thing with GC the Colts, isn't it? You're going to see lots of small units. Yes, I think that's absolutely where it's going to be. Well, you and that you kind of know actually, Simon, don't you? Because obviously you've been practicing with this. I have. I've it. played about, about half a dozen games, and they've been they've gone reasonably well. My favourite bit was two units of the strength six rending guys got furious charge and then did twenty hull points to a stormlord turn one, <laughs> and it because it's real twelve and the strength seven and we <laughs> with rerolls to hit, um, so it then blew up and destroyed everyone inside it and the explosion deblasted a Lehman Russ next to it as well. <laughs> that was quite a good turn. Yeah, that's not a bad turn. Yeah. Is it? So how yeah you how have you what what missions have you been playing because I know you're in you're at the Cardiff place aren't you the, the you're at yes. Firestorm so, yeah, so you do a lot of, of you do a lot of ITC stuff there is that right have you done anything with yeah, that yeah like um, so one of the guys who runs the club Andy he um he's developed like his own mission pack which is based on the ITC but with a couple of changes like so there's a bit of a waiting now for kill points for example they're worth like three battle points. And he's got four, but he's still got the ITC Maelstrom, which I really, I really don't like. Sorry, Andy, but it's where you roll on a table every turn. Yeah. See your mail, then you get it at the start of your next turn, That's, and then you have to roll again. That is, that is bizarre, isn't it? That is yeah. So you can't do any forward planning. You know, you can't tactically discard cards. So I think it's much. Maybe it's a bit easier to keep track of and easier to pick up and play than a deck of custom Maelstrom cards, but. I say custom. They're still from the main 40k ones. So. Mm. Well, yeah. you say that, but obviously the and we've ITC, also played the ITC the is, is amazing, isn't it? Obviously, they've got so many people playing that in the states. I know it's a big they community, do. but they're no, they, yeah, they absolutely seats. do. Yeah, and I think that in itself is very respect, like very good reason to respect them. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, it's 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 keeping their community going. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. Single-handedly, yeah. it really is. It's like you've just got to listen to the excitement and the enjoyment on their podcast and listening to others. You know, it's all about the ITC. And it might not yeah. be the best, but it's, it gets the most bums on seats. And if more people are talking, yeah, and the more people are going to play. play yeah, and they've, they've gone out and made it and done it and built a ranking system. And they have big events and yeah. they'll centrally run it. And so it gets people to come and play. Yeah, exactly. And that's, for the, for the sake of 40K itself, that's the best. Mm. thing for the scene at the moment is just yeah. having people play yeah which is, which is cool yeah 
So how, yes. how, how else have, you, have, have they gone anyway for you? So obviously thinking so ETC-wise, um, with the ETC missions. Yeah. Um, in a couple of ETC games. So I played a game on Vassal against a Kennel Star. And I've played a, a game against a Ravenwing and a Talon Strike Force in ETC. And again, they've, they've gone pretty well so far. So the, the Kennel Stars are probably the toughest one because obviously it can't you can't just kill it with melee because it's it's designed to be quite resilient to that but you can smash it on maelstrom to an extent so I've I've got a list with about twenty five units so wow. and and half of them are from the subterranean uprising so I've got three subterranean uprisings mm. so that's so I've got oh, sorry so I've got eighteen units from them something <laughs> like that eighteen <laughs> Seven, like a huge number of units, and they're all rolling two dice. Yeah, and they're so all rending. Yeah, so I've got eight units of the strength six rending guys rolling two dice, and six units of the strength four rending guys rolling two dice, and all of those units will have a hand flamer then. Nice. So, so it's just it's repeated. So it is very spam. But it, it means that you know what you're playing with. You know that if you have to kill like something big, you can throw two units of metamorphs at it. And even if they die in the explosion, you've got a load more. So then in the brood cycle, you've even got a spare unit. You've got loads to play objectives with. You can keep some on, bring some off. So you've always got a steady flow of stuff coming in from ambush. And then other than those, I've just got then the core brood cycle a Patriarch, a Magus, um, a Primus. And then at the moment, I'm trying two familiar, uh, two Patriarchs in a CAD yeah. with two units of ten Neophytes for some OBSEC. Nice. So the OBSEC's been really helpful because obviously it's ambushing. So they start in reserve, they come on if I need them. Otherwise, they just try and hide and then leave turn four to arrive turn five. And if I'm massively down on kill points, you can even leave turn five. And if the game finishes, because I've got so many kill points... I'm not normally worried about that. But if then yeah. if it goes on to six, I've got more upset coming in, say. So mm-hmm. you can alternate them. Cool. Um, so obviously with the ETC being the way it is this coming year, um, there's, what, an expanded Maelstrom deck? So that's even, it's going to be even better. Yeah, 24 now. Yeah. And a lot of those are like multiple points for holding yeah, multiple all, objectives. All the new objectives are worth two or three points. Yeah. And they're all, yeah, hold two even, hold two odd... Hold two hard and two even. Yeah. Kill a lord of war. Kill a unit off an objective. Hold an objective for two turns. Mm. Stuff that yeah encourages you to be controlling and playing the board for a long time. Mm. Yeah. So um, I think you see, there's a well positioned. And you can now score three as well, other than two. Yeah. Whereas before it was two, so you could really rack up the maelstrom with this, can't you? Yeah, I think absolutely can. Yeah. They can. And you're, they, you're you're not in any danger of losing. Um, well, you're not in danger of being tabled. I wouldn't have thought with this kind of. Argument. No, but if you go first, I mean, because on average rolls or even slightly below average, right? With this many, so with this build I've gone for, it's designed that even below average rolls, I'm probably looking at five units to charge turn one. Mm. So and, and say half strength four rending, half strength six rending. I can always get the Primus there for the reroll, so that's enough threat. That's a hundred attacks, right? Of rerolls to hit rending, yeah. To one, and if so, then if I win the roll, I can set up very heavy, or I can just set those. And then if you win the roll, 
I can set those up, and I've got enough other units that if you let me go first, I'm going to do a huge amount of damage to you. Yeah. Whereas if you then go first, I then get the advantage on the objectives. So it may, it's very difficult decisions right from the very beginning because this army doesn't have to deploy a single model. Like yeah, it ambushes exactly. everything. Yeah. So like a drop pod army. Yeah, yeah, but just placed and can shoot you during deployment. <laughs> yeah, without any of the danger. Yeah. And yeah. speaking of, I might try, because I was looking at them today, the Munitorum containers, the new fortification, because I didn't realise quite how cool they were. What's, like, what, what's this then? What is this? So it's like um, a shipping container. So on, on Call of Duty, it's the care package, basically. Right. The old package thing. And this but, is in and this is in 40k how? Um, there's some Munitorum containers where you're fighting and nobody knows what's in them. No, 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 no not, not flufferies. And what are they? Are they, are they what? They're fortification? Oh, what they're are they? a fortification slot, yeah. Right. Um, but there's 40 points for one. Fucking flufferies so inside. You get one, so you get one big box and then you get four ammo crates, which is everyone within two rerolls ones to shoot. Nice. And then you get three fuel barrels, which is units within two can make their flamers heavy but torrent. Hmm. So that's pretty nice. And you can have up to two more sets. So each set is then another big crate and some small crates. And then the big crates, when you deploy near them, you roll a dice. And on a one, you guys take some hits at strength four. Um, on a two, nothing happens. On a three, um, armies of the Imperium within six get plus one leadership all game. On a four, all your rapid fire and assault weapons get plus one strength within six. So that's amazing, right? So drones for Tau. What's the reason? Six, what's, the reason? What's, the, what's the fluff reason for that? Oh, um, in the box there were some good bullets. They fit <laughs> in every gun for every race ever, magically. Nice. Good bullets there's, in the, here. There's some good bullets in here. So walks by the gun to be <laughs> seven because yeah. of some good Lasgun power It's super, super millifilament wire or something. It's even oh, thinner. It is, yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, it's um, nun's hair or something. It's like in <laughs> None hair, you know, and <laughs> nice. very fine. None pubic hair. <laughs> ah, yeah, nobody wants to be shooting none pubic. <laughs> we killed by a warp spider firing none pubes. <laughs> the ultimate, the ultimate, you know, embarrassment. Yeah. Um, it's, the, it's the ultimate thing before you came, but anyway. Yeah, but then a five on the table is a four up in run for everyone within six. Why? So that's because there's a shield generator inside. Oh, that's a boring reason. Yeah. Right. So the crate, the, the, and then a six is. The description of it is a map and a big red button. <laughs> and somehow, it must be an interactive map like Google Maps. What? You know, oh, I'll just drop the little guy here. It's an orbital strike. The strength 10 AP1 barrage infinite range. What? Large blast. So if you want a six on this 40 point crate, and you can have three of these, so you've got three chances. It's before the game starts. What, before so there's no button on the board? No, no, because it's during deployment, and especially so what, what if you're infiltrating. If you, what, what if you deploy first? What if you deploy first? And you deploy they... first, you don't put your guys near it. <laughs> so I think you build your list around it, because you only discover this when you put guys near it. Right. So I think you, you infiltrate some scouts next to it, right. for example. And then... Uh, what happens yeah. when, so honestly, when the gene a... stealers steal it from you when you're trying to do that? Um... Because well, that could happen. And the gene stealers fire your orbital strike at you. <laughs> yeah. They're going to roll <laughs> it first. <laughs> yeah, they could roll. We all take some hits, and that would be quite bad. That would be quite bad for them. Yeah, um, but yeah, the orbital strike it always scatters four d six unless you roll a hit. So four is a it's gonna not do much. But if you do like 
you know, you pop it on like Azrael or something, right? In the canister, he's got no buffs up. It's it's before night fight can even kick in, because it's game turn one. So it's before any of that, before your Raven Guard trading chapter tactics, because again, that's game turn one. Mm. You, you just pop a large blast, <laughs> and if you get a direct hit, it's like you know that Iron Hands feel no pain star. That's fucked, right? It's dead. It's no feel no pain. <laughs> yeah. Right. All the librarians underneath, they're just like, what was going? I don't understand. Like. Yeah. They're all suddenly an explosion, right? And they're dead. And that in itself, right? For 40 points, the chance to do that is so good. Mm. And they're big Los Block containers. That's the They've thing got doors as well. so you can go inside them, but they're not buildings, so you just can't be shocked because no one can see you. What? You can go inside them? So they're like, like tunnels, they're but with a little door on each end. So you, you can seal your guys in. Didn't but you they're say not they built. were like a toughness as well or something? Yeah, so the. The toughness seven and six wounds and a three up armor save. Whoa. So they're quite durable. Yeah, if you put your guys inside and then that's, that's a lot of work, right, to kill yeah. a container, right? That's that's a lot of shooting. That is a lot of shooting. That's nearly as tough as a wraith knight. Well, yeah. Right, a wraith knight, six wounds, if, toughness if, eight. Yeah, if if Dark Rift Eldar seven. had some kind of gargantuan creature, it would be this. Yeah, yeah, it's two Kronos. Yeah, it's yeah. two of the big Talos you've got to kill for it to destroy a 40-point box. <laughs> and half the t- and one of the times, it'll have a four-pin run. Or you put them near each other, you know, third time, one of them's going to have a four-pin run. Yeah. So nice. you can you can do stuff with the ammo dumps. Like, you can put them all across, because they've just got to go within 12 of the big box. Mm. You can put them all across your deployment zone, so your whole army gets reroll ones to shoot. Oh, so tag, don't, don't, like, don't... duck, like venom. Yeah, shit. So like seven riptides, suddenly all those burst cannons are rerolling ones to shoot. Oh, they get to reroll all that anyway, don't they? Not the burst cannons, don't think, no. Well, always appears to be that way. (laughs) Yeah, and the ammo dumps, the the barrels, sorry, so you can get your flamers on your battle suits because suddenly you'll have torrent. Mm. That's quite handy. And again, they're so cheap. Cheap bit of last block, 40 points. Warp spiders, they love that. If they get plus one strength to assault weapons. Oh, yeah. Got strength seven death spinners. Somewhere to run and jump behind as well. Yeah. With one only, unit with only side, one jump, one obviously. unit behind. Yep. They're very good. Mm. Yeah, I'm... Um, yes. So I, might ex- I might put three of them in and trade a patriarch for them. Really? Yeah, because I think... Because I love the four level two psychers because it's like four shrieks a turn... I can go for the good gene stealer buffs. So we haven't touched on the psychic powers actually. That's a good point. So the psychic powers for gene stealers—they're actually for a, like a, a faction specific law. They're actually really, really good. The primaris is a malediction. Uh, minus one weapon skill, ballistic skill, initiative, and attacks for the target. Twenty-four inch range. So again, you ambush in, stick that on a knight. You hit it on threes. Stick it on some marines. Stick it on something you want to charge or something that wants to shoot you. Minus one ballistic skill is pretty good. Like some scatter bikes suddenly you know, drop their firepower a bit. Not bad, is it? Yeah, and then the first spell, um, 24-inch range blessing, psychic stimulus. So again, I think they have been, you know, a wink and a nudge with some of these. So it's a 24-inch range <laughs> blessing. Um, you get relentless and fleet, and you can run and charge. Nice. So that makes you suddenly your hybrids are very quick, able to get across cover. You know, suddenly you can. Your unit that was quite far away suddenly, actually, it's much, it's much more able to charge. And you can obviously, because you've got so many units, you can put that wherever you need it. 
Um, the warp charge, the second power, strength five, AP three, blast, twenty four inch range. That's fine for one warp charge. Mm. Um, the third one, might from beyond, I think is very important. It's um, plus one strength and rage, twenty four inch range, blessing again, one charge. So that stacks with the furious charge. So then your strength six units get up to strength eight. Nice. And then they, and then with rage as well, that's twenty five attacks from five guys. <laughs> And they will destroy knights. Literally. They're fives to glance. Yeah. Right? And re-rolls, you get threes to hit. You're probably killing a knight on average with one of these squads, and that's 60 points invested. With, with one of those guys on his own. Yeah. Well, one Poss- of those units. Possibly. And then, But then you've got so many charging units, you can just put an extra one in there that might only do one or two hold points, but it just pushes your average over. Yeah. You know, so you'll almost definitely kill a knight then every time you do this. Wow. That's really quite unbelievably good, and then you've got you've got three more powers. So one of them's okay. It's, it's basically mind war, um, twenty-four inch range, focus witch fire, dice plus leadership each. If the gene stealer wins, you take wounds. If it's a draw, it's minus three initiative. If the gene stealer loses, it's no problem. Mm. Um, uh, mind, then there's mind control. This is really. A fantastic power. It's basically the cabal power. Yeah, this is the bullshit one, you, isn't it? You get to shoot. With the, you get to shoot with an enemy model. So instead of a whole unit, it just affects a model. So it's a focus witch fire. So it's warp charge two. Oh, it's, it's, so it's, you, just, it's just a model. It's not a. It's not a whole unit. Yeah, it's just a model. So if you want to pick a model out of a unit, you need to cast it on three charge. But if it's a one model unit, like a wraith knight or a storm surge, you only need then the one to so the two warp charge to cast it. That's 24-inch range. You're immediately making a shooting attack. You just can't shoot your own unit. You can't shoot its own unit. But you can steal a storm surge. Right, that's the cluster rockets. That's the large blasts. That's all the D-missiles gone. All the different units of drones and everything around it just fired off. And then you can go back to killing it in assault. (laughs) Yeah. And then the, the sixth spell is actually a summon as well. So this law even contains summoning. Wow. Oh, this warp charge two or three... For two, uh, for two warp charge, you either get five of the strength four rending, five of the strength six rending, or ten of the Lasgun guys. Um, or for three warp charge, you can have ten of each of the rending guys, twenty of the shooter guys, or eight pure strains, or four of the aberrants. But the important thing is that any unit you summon can have any upgrades they like except transport. <laughs> so you can have you can summon. 10 melee guys all with hand flamers you can summon 10 of the acolytes with four rock saws and six hand flamers and like oh you know you can have a sergeant you can have an icon you can have all the crap you would never pay for it's like war convocation crap you'd never pay for but it's kind of useful to have well and if you get all this um then they, oh and they, amb- they, they, they ambush well. do they as well yeah you, you don't have to deep strike the summoned unit wow. in. they just act so he's like oh i've just summoned a unit with four rock saws and I've rolled a six for ambush, so it's now going to charge your knight. Yeah, or I've I've got a unit of ten guys with all flamers. <laughs> yeah, and I've just rolled um, the free shooting ambush yeah. result, so I'm now going to double flame that unit. Nice. So ten flamer hits, and then another ten flamer hits in the shooting phase. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually a really, really good spell, though. Like, I think it genuinely is a toss-up between telepathy and this for the Steelers, because... Telepathy's going to be really handy for the output from Psychic yeah. Treat. Yeah. Because they have almost no range game, I think, the MSU builds. 
but Psychic Shriek is so powerful, and the fact you can cast three or four a turn wherever you need them is so good. Mm. So that that's the Gene Stealer cult book. Mm. It's going to be good. So you're, th- so you're, you're, you're well, obviously you're, you're in the process of making this army, aren't you? I, I am, yeah. I've, I've taken keen. some gauntlets. I've taken some cultists. I've taken some guardians. I've taken some dark eldar. I've glued them all together, and I've called different types of them, different units. And yes, it didn't cost me a penny. And Otherwise, I think if I bought it from scratch, it would be about five hundred quid. So, yeah. So, so five hundred quid for an army is I. Even by the workshop's prices, I think that's a tad a tad steep. But nothing is quite all right. Just a bit of shame. A bit of shame was that. Yeah, a bit of shame for yeah. the conversions. Are, I've, I've, I have seen some of them that you've put yeah, on, well, on, on do... our WhatsApp group, but yeah, they aren't. They aren't pretty, but they're functional. Exactly. They're, they're taking inspiration from Pig Dog and the rest of the uh, <laughs> the group. <laughs> nice. You didn't know what to call it then, did you? No, the, the menagerie. menagerie. <laughs> the group. Probably the word I picked. Uh, you should have got the same again. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But yes, um, so yeah, thank you, Simon. That's been that's wonderful. Right. Um, that's how long it takes before every game to explain this article. Yeah, yeah so, so make sure that you listen and uh, then, yeah. you know. When you play Simon at yeah, the Allies it, of Convenience it, tournament coming yes. up, which we yes. probably probably want to actually want to go on there, go on, go into that. I think we should. We should definitely give that a good plug. Seeing as we've only really put it on Facebook and a couple of forums, and yeah. I, have to, I have to admit the, the uptake hasn't been what I imagined it to be. <laughs> no, well, last year I as, think it was marketed so much on the podcast yeah like for weeks and weeks and weeks in advance there was so much hype that it sold out so quickly mm. whereas this time it's closer to christmas which which is understandably a, of... a couple of people but at the same time there's a few people from my club now coming and they would never have come before mm. and there's a couple of st- like i still need to buy my ticket i'm one of the guilty ones here so oh come along Simon. i know um, i know come but along it's payday man. week now when we're recording this perfect so, well hopefully this will be a, bit, a big rush of rush of rush of tickets we've actually got 100 spaces available um yeah. and we're in cardiff this time we due, are yeah due to the success of the uh the six nations that we had at, um in firestorm games i've tapped up andy and yes he's he's, he's going to help us out running the event yeah which is great we're and, really good new one of the biggest in the uk i think dedicated gaming venues it's a break. It's a really good place, isn't it? It's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And friendly, and it's in Cardiff, which I know is well. That's probably a reason because we're not in the north. You know how like no one in the north has got anything to do. So yeah. whenever, whenever there's an event anywhere, they just go to it willy nilly. But the, the yeah. I mean the southerners definitely have a little bit more on. So yeah, well we <laughs> we took all their jobs. <laughs> oh, yes. but not in a good way. In like no. You know, Says, 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 says the Welshman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> English fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Thanks very much to Mike and Simon for that. Really great insight into the well, some of the shenanigans that Gene Steeler Colt can pull that you need to be looking out for uh, or using if you want to 
invest around about a thousand pounds into running a list uh, of them. Uh, uh, thank you very much uh, for joining us. We should be back real soon, but um, please do go and check out uh, Firestorm Games uh, for the tickets. And uh, obviously, we want to see you on the 3rd and 4th of December at the Allies of Convenience GT. Uh, if you want to find out the rules pack, uh, you should be able to get that on the Facebook page. Uh, come and see us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash AOC podcast, or just search for Allies of Convenience. If you've got any questions, you can come and ask us. Um, we're there. We'll answer. Um, just post it on the wall. We'll probably see it quicker than sending a message. And yeah, look forward to seeing you in December, hopefully. And we'll be back with uh, some more coverage in the coming weeks. So take care and speak to you soon. Bye-bye.